0: Hello. This is an extract from my season review book that I wrote last September. You may or may not remember that at the time Josie Mourinho was in a bit of bother with the taxman. You probably won't remember it, as it received virtually no media coverage whatsoever. And so I'd like to read you a charming little story from a book I picked up at the United Megastore, trademark. It's called Little Gary Potter and the Theatre of Dreams. Little Gary Potter was all comfy in bed, underneath his Phil Jones duvet, which his dad said would ward off the demons. Glory Glory Man United was playing on his Deezer account, Manchester United's official music partner. Dad had said he would read Gary a bedtime story, as Gary was upset after hearing that United's glorious and successful manager, Jose Mourinho, could go to prison for something called tax evasion. He didn't know what this meant, but it sounded bad, and Mike Phelan would have to take over. Dad said not to worry, as he had good lawyers. His dad settled down next to him in a chair, only opening a storybook once he had taken a sip of his Cassiero del Diablo Cabernet Sauvignon wine. The wine was a smooth, full-bodied Cabernet Sauvignon with cassis and black cherry flavours, complemented by hints of coffee and dark chocolate. More than a hundred years ago, a man reserved for himself an exclusive batch of his best wines. To keep strangers away from his private reserve, he spread the rumour that the devil lived in that place. Hence the name... Casiero del Diablo The Devil's Cellar Casiero del Diablo are proud to be Manchester United's official wine partner Son I want to tell you a story set in the near future A story of a brave warrior Brought to a land to restore a rightful heir To bring back glory to where it belongs It's a story about Jose Mourinho The alleged tax evader Asked Gary Fearing his innocent young eyes Son, I told you not to worry Jose will be fine The money was just resting in his account. Anyway, once upon a time in a land far, far away. Manchester? Yes, Gary, Manchester. A town in the north of England. In a land far, far away, Manchester. Just outside Manchester. There once lived a man of great charisma, of great wisdom, a special one. He went by the name of Jose Mourinho. He was revered by all. He teamed up with a man named Ed Woodward, known also as the Equaliser, to bring back the glory days to Manchester United in association with Adidas, Manchester United's official kit supplier. Every day Josie would arrive at the crack of dawn at United's training ground in his Chevrolet Corvette Grand Sport to begin a hard day's work. The Grand Sport came with twin airbags, four wheel drive and a perfect combination of power and handling. Chevrolet are a principal partner of Manchester United. Dad, I don't understand what this has to do with Jose in the Theatre of Dreams, asked Gary. Just setting the scene, son, just setting the scene. Anyway, Jose was soon in trouble, for the evil owners who controlled his budget provided him with a mere £450 million, which was barely enough to buy 3 fullbacks, two central defenders, an old youth player back for £90 million, a striker and three more midfielders, with barely enough money left over to pay off the legal fees for the physio he had slandered at his previous club. What was Jose to do? He knew his job and reputation and relationship with his good friend Duncan Forts depended on defeating his evil foe, Josep Guardiola. Jose had beasted Josep, who was bald and a fraud, many times in Spain, a hotter country where they both used to compete. Now it was time to do it all over again. And in the first year, that is what he did with three glorious victories, including the definitive measure of success, the Community Shield. Jose was king once more. It didn't last though. Evil forces were at work, determined to smite Jose every turn. Apart from the aforementioned £450 million, he was not being given the funds to compete with the mercenaries across the city. The only response was to try and buy every player city were linked with. Ably assisted by Azam official MUTV partner in Botswana, Burundi, Congo, Ghana, Kenya, Namibia, Malawi, Rwanda, Sierra Leone, Tanzania, Uganda, Zambia and Zimbabwe. So once Alexis Sanchez became available, Jose and Ed sprang into action. Jose flew immediately to Chile to seal a deal. Via Aeroflot, Manchester United's official carrier, as organised by regional partner Thomas Cook. Jose felt great, in no small part thanks to A-Land, the official wellness and nutrition partner of Manchester United in China. Next came Fred, who City definitely wanted, but who wanted to join the biggest team in the world instead. Manchester was red, as always. So what went wrong, Daddy? Corrupt referees, players making mistakes, other teams fluking results. There was nothing Jose could do about it, nothing. And the tax thing, Dad? A simple misunderstanding, all sorted. Why did he plead guilty, then? Josie accepted the charge, not because he was guilty, son, which he most certainly was not, but because he was not one to cause a fuss. Is that why Alexis Sanchez also pleaded guilty in February, Daddy? Gary's dad was getting exasperated by now. Yes, Gary, now focus on the real story. Alexis just didn't want to be away from his dogs, or his piano. But Daddy, I thought Josie demanded our respect. I know I am only three years old, but I failed to comprehend how a man who accepted a tax avoidance charge... Pope's rival coach in the eye and harangued a female physio for simply doing the job to the extent she had to quit can ex- expect our respect. Is there not a juxtaposition in those situations that hits at the strained relations not only between Josie and the media but also the disconnect between, between club and fans? added the three-year-old. A loud cheer went up from the living room downstairs. Son, son, spluttered Gary's dad. Son, the media hate Josie. You must understand this. Fake news. Sad. One day when you're old enough to play at City's Academy or go to Dab University, you'll understand. Okay, but Dad, I thought this story was set in the near future. I know all this. Yes, Sol. Well, I'm getting to that bit now. You see, social media domination and kit sales were not enough anymore. United were the most successful team when considering income minus net spend divided by points gained, as verified by the trustworthy International Centre for Sports Studies, who Jose's friend Duncan had picked as their skewed results suited his agenda. But sadly, there were no trophies for this. Was Jose sad, Daddy? Yes, he was, son. His left back kept eating burgers, his defenders kept making mistakes, his star midfielder spent most of his time having haircuts and making videos, and players kept leaving to selfishly attend the birth of their children. He locked himself in his hotel suite, living off just pizza and UC1000, proud isotonic drink partner for Manchester United in Indonesia Dad, is this mess of a story really just an excuse for sponsorship placements by United's official partners? Of course not, son Not sure how you could come to that conclusion That's the sort of rubbish you would never hear on Celsea, official broadcast partner of MUTV and Manchester United in South Africa United are about playing for the shirts, the glory of playing for the Red Devils as is this story That's what's important then the kids and the wife in that order. And retweets. It's a story about having not to win all the time and life not being fair. And sometimes the oil-rich cheating, state-owned human rights abuse denies mercenaries winning instead. Or God forbid one day the Scousers. Is that what city are? Mercenaries, asked Gary. It is his breast impression of a Mancunian accent. Yes they are. Yes they are. They play for the money. We play for the shirt. They might as well be Celtic, some. You see, the moral of the story is that respect must be earned through success alone, and only in England, subject to certain caveats that muddy the waters of what constitutes success. Jose has that respect, unlike any other manager in the Premier League, and that is why he's attacked so much. And so, we're at the near future. And in the near future, Jose had to leave because of unfair attacks. It's getting late now, but next time, I'll tell you how the class of 92... Or ninety nine, it's one of those, led United back to the glory days, back to where they belonged, sixth in the Premier League. And with that thought, I will bid you good night, son. He rose, finishing off his Casiero del Diablo wine, before turning off the light, weakly dabbed in the direction of Gary, who feigned a smile before turning over and going to sleep with tears in his eyes. Gary's dad merely rocked his way to the kitchen and to a cold, refreshing Budweiser, a crate of which had arrived that very afternoon from DHL. Manchester United's official logistics partner. He turned on the History Channel and settled down to reminisce about better times. Good night.